You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 64 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Over here, wedding plans are well underway, and for the most part, things are running smoothly. I think we're something like 100 days out as I'm recording this, so it's getting exciting. We also decided to include Sean's ex-wife's daughter in the bridal party with the rest of the kids, so it's really going to be quite the blended family wedding, and I will keep you posted as time goes on. There has been a lot of activity in the Facebook group lately, so if you're not a member, please come and join us. It's free. Go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group, and there you'll find a nice group of people who are part of blended families just like you, and you can all interact with one another, ask questions, give advice, and support one another, and I'm in there all the time as well. As for iTunes reviews... I know they can be tricky. Shannon, you wrote to me saying you had submitted twice. It is a little frustrating because there are times you'll go to submit a review and it appears like it doesn't work. It actually takes a few days to show up there. So if you do submit, wait a few days. And if it still isn't there, you can try then to resubmit. But usually it's fine. It just takes some time to post. And thank you, Shannon, for doing that review. Reviews really help others to find the show and also helps them to decide if they even want to listen. So it really does help me when you take out a minute and just post that review for me. All right, let's get to today's show. It's Valentine's Day this coming weekend. So I thought it would be fitting to talk about ways to connect with your partner But I don't want you to only use these tips this week. I'm going to give you simple ideas that could and should be used all year long. And they don't all have to do with sex either. Lots of times, couples take each other for granted. And then Valentine's Day comes and we think of something romantic we can do. And that's fine. But I really want you to start incorporating love and romance into your relationship all year long. And the reality is, when you have children, it's just not something you think about. Blended families are busy, and romancing your partner just kind of falls away sometimes. If you're in a newly formed blended family, you may feel funny expressing affection in front of the kids. Other times, if you've been together a long time, you just kind of forget that it's important. If you want to make sure your relationship is long-lasting, you can't ignore the need to connect with your partner on a daily basis. Valentine's Day should just be a reminder, not a reason. Also, there is a book I highly recommend, and many of you might have already read it or at least heard of it. It's called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And what he says in the book is that People basically have different ways to show and receive love. 
you're supposed to figure out what those are for yourself and for your partner because it will help you connect better. And what they are are acts of service, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. Everything you do for your partner will fall into one of these categories. And I think everyone should read this book. And I plan on covering it in more detail on a future show. But I want you to have that in mind as we go over the list. So the list. I have 20 ideas, simple things that you can do to connect with your partner on a regular basis. And don't be overwhelmed by this list. You don't have to use them all, but choose the ones that you like. And I'll have this list in the show notes as well so you can refer back to it later. Okay, number one, compliment one another. And this would fall in that category, words of affirmation. When was the last time you complimented your partner? We get used to being around someone every day and we forget to point out what we love about them. Your partner still needs to hear it. Didn't you do that when you were dating? Tell them they look nice. Tell them you love the meal they just cooked. Tell them they're an amazing parent. We all want to hear compliments from the person we love. Try to think of one nice compliment about your partner every day and tell them how you feel. Don't just assume that they know. And even if they do know, it's always nice to hear it. Number two, kiss. Isn't it crazy how there's always lots of kissing in the beginning of a relationship and then it just stops? Take time to kiss your partner every day. I don't just mean the heavy kissing that you might do in bed. That is important also. But I mean throughout the day. Kiss your partner good morning or good night. Kiss them when you're leaving for work or when you come home. Kiss them for no reason, just because... It's a symbol in our culture of romance, connection, devotion, so try to do it more. Number three, send your partner a card. No need to spend money on an overpriced card that you didn't even write. A handmade card can mean so much more. Or there are plenty of cards online for free that you can have sent to their email when they're working. It tells your partner that you're thinking of them And for sure, it will bring a smile to their face. Number four, give gifts. This is one of those love languages. And I don't want you to cringe here because it sounds materialistic. That's not necessarily what giving gifts means. But if this is your partner's love language, they will respond greatly to this. And gifts don't have to cost a lot of money in order to be considered a gift. Simple things count too, like stopping on the way home to grab your partner their favorite coffee or piece of candy, finding a beautiful shell on the beach that you know they'll like, or even picking a pretty flower. It doesn't need to be a power tool or a purse. Simple things are just as appreciated. Number five, make eye contact. Seems silly? You may think so, but really think about it. Many of us have conversations with our partners while our faces are buried in our cell phones or while we're busying ourselves with other things. And sure, we are all busy and you can still listen while you're doing something else, 
But when your partner is talking to you, try and stop what you're doing and look into their eyes and really listen. Your partner will notice and it will make them feel heard and important. Eye contact is a very good way to connect with your partner. Oh, and if you're not making eye contact in the bedroom, you really need to try that too. Number six, have date nights. I have talked over and over again about the importance of date night before. Put it on your calendar. If you don't, it will never happen. Have a standing babysitter, even if it's only once a month. It gives you both something to look forward to, and it pulls you away from just being mom and dad and pulls you back into being a couple. And dates don't need to be fancy or expensive either. Dinner and a movie are great if you can afford it, but a game night out with friends is free, and so is a nice picnic in the park. Get creative with it. The planning can be just as fun. Number seven, cook together. Sure, this might not be plausible on weeknights, but maybe on a weekend. Cook side by side in the kitchen. It can be a nice experience, and to make it even better, Eat the meal together instead of in front of the TV or standing up shoveling it in because you're rushed. If you have a night where the kids aren't there, you can light some candles and enjoy your meal together in peace and quiet. But if the kids are there, include them too. Family meals are almost non-existent these days for many of us, and that's really unfortunate. Number eight, do something your partner likes or take interest in their interests. If you really want to show your partner you care for them, involve yourself in something they like. Maybe your partner loves football, but you hate it. Try to sit with them sometimes and listen to them talk about it. Sit and watch a game with them. Or maybe your partner loves to shop. Instead of sitting on a bench, go ahead and walk the mall with them and help them pick something out. If your partner has a hobby, you don't have to take up the hobby with them, but you can express an interest in what they're doing. Number nine, couples massage. You don't have to go to the spa and book a couples massage. I mean, give each other a massage at home. That is physical touch, and it really connects you to your partner. Even a foot rub or a simple back massage while your partner is getting some work done, you don't need an hour, just five minutes. If you do have the time, you can light some candles and get some massage oil, but it's not necessary. Number 10, laugh together. Stress of a blended family can be enough to take all the laughter out of our lives, but it's so important to laugh If you can't find anything to laugh about these days, go rent a funny movie or find a local comedy show. Laughing is good for the soul and it really helps us get through life. And you and your partner need that, especially if life has been stressful lately. And you have to learn to laugh at yourselves too. Number 11, take a shower together. Again, this doesn't need to involve sex if you don't want it to. It's just some quality time that you can spend together, and it's also physical touch, both of which help you connect. Number 12, leave each other love notes. This is not something you need to do every day, but once in a while, 
Leave a post-it or a little note for your partner. Pack one in their business bag or their lunch. Leave one on their mirror in the bathroom or in the car. This doesn't need to be a long letter, just a simple, I love you, or I can't wait to see you later. This is guaranteed to bring a smile to their face. Number 13, cuddle. Some of you may hate to cuddle in bed, but cuddling doesn't always have to be a bedtime activity. You can cuddle on the couch when you're watching a movie. You can cuddle for five minutes in the middle of a stressful day just to connect. You can cuddle after an argument to tell each other that everything's okay. Number 14, acts of service. This is a big one in the five love languages, and this can be anything you do for your partner, big or small, that tells them you love them. Let me give you some examples. Washing the dishes, running an errand, running them a bath, making them coffee, taking their car for an oil change. Doing something for your partner that maybe they don't want to do can go over big. Acts of service is actually my biggest love language on the receiving end. Sean will do little things for me like putting on the heater in the bathroom before I take a shower or making my lemon water in the morning or making sure there's gas in my car. Those things show me that he cares and they're never unnoticed. Now to others, that might seem silly, but because it's my language, it means a lot to me when he does them. And even if it's not your partner's love language, it's still good to do these things for your partner as a way to connect. Number 15, flirt with each other. It's something we do in the beginning of a relationship, but once the courting period ends, we stop. Keep the excitement alive by continuing to flirt with your partner. It shows that you're still excited and interested in each other. Number 16, exercise together. Whether you go to the gym together, go for a run or play volleyball, it doesn't matter. As you know, exercise releases endorphins, which makes you feel good. And when you do it with your partner, it's even better. Plus, it boosts your overall mood and increases sex drive. So it's good all around. Find something you both enjoy and do it together for a great bonding experience. Number 17, send texts when you're not together. Should you be sexting? I don't know. We tell our children not to do it, but we're adults. So I say it's fine if that's fun for you. But whether you're sending flirty texts or just texting to tell your partner you miss them, it just keeps you connected when you're not together. Just make sure if you're sexting, the kids don't have the phone or access to it because that could make for an awkward conversation. I know because it happened to us once. Number 18, play together. Being playful with your partner is important because so much of our time we spend being so serious. We have family issues, stress, responsibilities that all come with being an adult. But sometimes it's nice to just be playful and stop being so serious. Lighten up a little, joke around, tickle, wrestle, just play. Or play a game together. When was the last time you sat down and played a game? A board game or a video game? I know we're not children, but it is okay to act like it sometimes. 
We can't forget the importance of play in our relationship. Number 19, have time for intimacy. I know the kids are around, you're tired, you're stressed. As the kids get older, they go to bed even later. But sexual connection is an extremely important part of a relationship. At the beginning of a relationship, sex plays a vital role, but then sometimes after a while, it just kind of fizzles out. You've got to make time for sexual connection. Even if you have to schedule it in, you might find that it feels like a chore, but usually once you start, you enjoy it. Scheduling seems unromantic, but if that's the only way, then do it. Spontaneous sex is great if it works for you, but with a blended family, spontaneity is hard. I'm sure your partner will appreciate if you initiate sometimes so they don't feel like they're forcing it on you. Figure out how to make sure you connect sexually at least once a week. And last, number 20, make sure you take at least 10 minutes a day to just talk. It doesn't matter what you talk about or what time of the day you choose. I think it's nice to do it before you go to bed because you won't be distracted by anything else, but some of you might prefer the morning over coffee and breakfast. But give one another that 10 minutes of undivided attention. Try to talk about anything that doesn't involve the kids, though. You spend enough of your day talking about kid issues, exes, bills, responsibilities. Talk about something else, maybe a dream vacation or goals that you have or your feelings. It's a great way to connect on a deeper level. So those are 20 simple ways for you to connect with your partner. And let me just repeat those back for you real quick. Number one, compliment one another. Number two, kiss. Number three, send your partner a card. Number four, give gifts. Number five, make eye contact. Number six, have date nights. Number seven, cook together. Number eight, take interest in your partner's interests. Number nine, do couples massages. Number 10, laugh together. Number 11, shower together. Number 12, leave each other love notes. Number 13, cuddle. 14, acts of service. 15, flirt. 16, exercise together. 17, send texts when you're not together. 18, play together. 19, have time for intimacy. And 20, take 10 minutes a day to just talk. I'll go ahead and put that list in the show notes for you. So what do you think? Do you think you can try to incorporate some of those into your daily routine? Or maybe you can think of your own. The point is, it doesn't really matter what you're doing, as long as you find ways to connect with your partner all throughout the year. I do hope you have a great Valentine's Day, whether you have the kids or not. We've got the kids this year. Now, if you do have the kids, you can make some heart-shaped pancakes for breakfast and spend the day with them. When they go to bed, you can have some time with your partner. Whatever you do, just enjoy. It's just another day. And remember, you can bring a little Valentine's Day to every other day. I hope this show helped give you some ideas. And I would love some feedback from you. Let me know if you try any or if you have some ideas that are different from mine. I'd love to hear those. And don't forget to check out The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I will be back next week with another show. 
Dealing with feelings of jealousy should be a good one. Have a great week and thank you for listening. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.